Wow, that's so funny. Two broke gays? Two broke gays? Two broke gays? Welcome back, listeners. You're listening to Two Broke Gays in 2022, the podcast where you can see if me, Kevin Sullivan, and she, Jenna Cordes, ever make it out of this pandemic. <laughs> um, a pandemic uh, continues. So my, I didn't have the break I thought I was going to have, Kevin. I got to tell you. What break um, were you looking for? I was looking for something without that bitch Omegatron, without Omarion, without Omnicron. I was looking for something a little more like the fall. You know what I mean? I wasn't looking for Omnicron, but it sure did just slap everyone in the face and come right into my life. And I was like, who dis? <laughs> um, it took out, it took all of my friends out ASAP right before Christmas. And most of them had to stay in town for Christmas. I was with a lot of them. They came to one of my stand-up shows. Which I was at as well. No, that, not that one. That's not oh. where people had it. Okay. People got at the next one, the smaller one. Got it. Um, with less distance thing. And then I immediately just quarantined, got boosted, tested, and then got out. So made it out without the Omnicron. So you were able to go see your family for Christmas? Yep. Okay, that's good. I saw my family for Christmas. Then I was like, you know what? Let's really spin this fucking bottle and go to Vegas. And how'd you find Vegas to be? for new year's great actually it was like i had a great time it was not that it was probably really busy but i didn't find myself in those really busy except for at piranha oh you did end up going to piranha twice i think and i was like i'm never going back there because it's too sloppy and then lo and behold i guess the next day we went back and i (laughs) i in the morning had zero recollection of piranha oh my god all i I remember is everyone asking me if i was brooklyn heights what's that mean brooklyn heights is a really famous drag queen from rupaul's drag race and now the host of rupaul's drag race oh yeah yeah okay okay wow i can't believe you don't watch any of that show i did watch one season but i've only watched one season there's like 57 different i know it's shameful i know okay it's just i'm really overwhelmed with keeping up with tv but you're right there's no excuse the fact that you watch such garbage television if you you come for the bachelor again i'm not coming for it i already buried it there's nothing to come for it's alive and well honey it's not it's awful and stupid Okay, the season is not great, but you know the what? The past three seasons. No, mm-hmm. that, that's not that's not correct. Mm-hmm. But anyway, let's not lose sight of the fact that I should be watching RuPaul's Drag Race, and I only watched it like one Christmas break. I don't know what Just, happened. But watch the old a- seasons. I did. Like, it was like an old season. I'm not watching the new one. Stayed up all night with my dad watching it, and <gasps> then. It was like a couple years ago. There, okay, let's just, this is going to be our gay shit. Gay um, shit. Because there's a straight man competing this season. What? Yeah, there's a straight man, drag queen, straight cis man, drag queen competing this season. And it's really like, I feel like split the community. I was going to say, is it it dividing the community? Yeah, and my opinion is 
like someone's like oh it's just trying to be more inclusive i was like ew first of all no i think it's bullshit of course a straight person said that but i'm like <laughs> we don't need to invite the straights into our safe spaces that we create um okay uh, She's Who Googling, I, ladies and I, gentlemen. I was Googling. Who am I thinking of that it was like highly controversial when she decided to compete in RuPaul's Drag Race because she was a trans woman? Like, it is. It's, um, it is. Sonique. Sonique. Remember yeah, that? Um, and and she had beef with Ru because Ru had said no trans women could compete at first. Yeah, at first. Um, yeah, Ru has a, like a lot of problem such as like that and it, it all comes down to i think rue is like really sells out now because back in the day rue would be like well this show would never win an emmy because we're too blah 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 but now rue has like a million emmys <laughs> like, so it's like it's like what happens when counterculture goes mainstream yeah it's basically then, like a, a problem of capitalism and when um drag race left logo mm-hmm. into a bigger network like that's i think when you saw a lot like the budget was bigger blah blah blah. the only thing that didn't get bigger was the prize money why are they still competing for a hundred thousand dollars i mean they got these like little mini prizes which is like ten thousand ten thousand ten thousand but like yeah they could up the ante a little bit yeah if that's the only thing that's never changed that's not great <laughs> yeah um and the so you said you're not going to be watching this season because of the not straight until man he's out <laughs> oh, okay. So you are on the side of no straight men in drag. I think it. I think it's. I don't. I honestly. I'm even like split on it in my head, but like, I like. I'm like, oh, it, one. I guess is okay, but what does it add? Like, it's definitely part. It's like drag is such a big part of the LGBTQ community, mm-hmm. and it's like. I don't know. It's just weird to me. There's so many straight spaces and things and like arenas Mm -hmm. TV wise where gays are not necessarily welcomed or showcased in any way. Like so many. And this is our like one. Yeah. This is like the one thing. Yeah. So I'm not super into it. I kind of see that. At first I was like, well, but now I'm kind of like, uh, like it's historically queer mm-hmm. so I'm maybe like I might watch an like an episode just to see I guess how he interacts and like mm-hmm. it, how the interaction was with the other queens because also like shade like throwing shade and like the way the queens interact at, like off stage is mm-hmm. such an important part of the show right it's like a huge part of it and it's like, how does he exist in that? Right. Like, space? how is what do you what's their name? I don't even I don't I literally read it five times and I still cannot. Remember. Don't. OK, well, because it's like, how is this person going to throw shade? It's going to seem like a fucking hate crime. <laughs> uh, right. Like yeah. when the, the library is open and he's like, you little fag. <laughs> he's like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> You're so gay. Right. Okay, like, how's this going to go? Like, that's one thing. It. That's one thing he should probably sit out. But it's like, if you're not roasting, throwing shade, then it's not even drag. Right. Like, um, the library is open, but the straight, you're going to have to sit outside. <laughs> <laughs> 
anyway yeah we'll see i guess we'll see maybe i'll watch an episode and suss it out but okay so that's some gay shit yeah that's gay shit anyway uh what is okay your... it's maddie morphosis uh yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. maddie morphosis that's more morphosis yourself back home <laughs> Or having, to see that walk. Yeah, not having sis in there, bitch. <laughs> it might be interesting to Medimorpha, watch, bro. But I agree with you. It's like more about like commodifying the space and making bringing in more audience. And it's all about. It's not going to bring in more audience. I'm not going to go to my next fantasy football league tournament thing, which I don't know what the fuck that is or like how, how that exists. But and the, <laughs> all the guys are like. Did you hear Maddie Morphus just made it to the next round now that we're watching because we have a horse in the race? No. I honestly, though, even as you did that act out, I could kind of see that happening. Like, not, not with, like, to- like, the toxic bros, but, like, with the new age woke fishing fake man. <laughs> okay. Interesting. You know, and be I'm like, oh. not going to unpack that, but, like... <laughs> I do have like straight guy friends that watch it and I don't, I don't, I don't, ah, maybe they are going to be like, wow, we can do it too. See, no. And I don't want that. actually. I do, yeah. Like, I don't like that. Oh, we can do it too. No, you fucking can't. Right. Stay home, Jan. Anyway. It's like how white people took over ballroom culture. It's like, no, that's not our thing actually. Um, supposed to be how white black and brown people took over everything <laughs> and and then that awkward moment when we took over everything yeah yikes um okay kevin you have kind of a big announcement um is this about my job yes you know it's not a big announcement well it is and it's also the, it's a it's a big sad <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i have to go back to work on monday like at my old job before the pandemic, but like not the old, the job I had before the pandemic was so nice. I got to teach recycling to kids and it was yeah. easy. And I knew all my schools. I knew all like the, I knew all the principals and it was like cake. This one is not that at all. It's a completely different, it's a city contract. I'm working with like residential and businesses and the sanitation department. It's so not that. Um, so 6.30 a.m. That's my new start time for my job. 6.30 a.m. In Compton, which is over an hour away for me. Even as I look at this, it's hard to comprehend it. I wrote it down. I wrote down 6.30 a.m. and I'm looking at it. And I just don't get it as a time. Yeah, especially Having, for me. You're going to have to leave at what? 5.30 you better just stay up. I mean, I do stay up until five. Which <laughs> exactly. Is I'm also going to Vegas again this weekend. And what are you doing in Vegas this weekend? I will be in the entourage of Whitney Cummings for Woo-hoo! her show this weekend. That's I'm not, exciting. It's really exciting. I'm not performing, but um, yeah, I'm going with her manager and we're just going to be, I'm going to go watch and hang out and do all the things and then i get back sunday night just in time to go to sleep wow that is epic that's epic yeah Mm -hmm. but i need the money it's kicking off yeah i need i i know that you know we've had many a joke 
many a conversation on this podcast where you say, I need money. And then I try to chime in like, yeah, me too. And you're like, it's not the same. You've had a job, but you also seem to have really enjoyed life during this past year, year or two. Well, like yeah, you- I took out a really nice loan for a while to save my ass. And I mean, that's gone. Enjoyed life might have been a complete simplification, but I mean, you've mm-hmm. made videos, you've been with friends. It seems like you've managed to have fun. And I just asked myself, how does he do it? I've managed, I've managed to make the most out of this third year. Yeah. Um, but it's like, I also, I mean, I talked to my therapist about this and of course, but like, it's kind of just getting like to tomorrow and like, what's going to make me like happy tomorrow be like the safest I can be, but also like, it's weird. And like, I'm like, am I cons- like turning into a fucking right winger anti-masker in this situation? I'm not. But like when I was like weighing my options for like going to Vegas for New Year's, I'm like, well, I got boosted 10 days ago. I'm at peak community and I'm with going with friends that just got over COVID. So mm-hmm. like, as long as I stay pretty safe and aware, like I'm going to do the best for me and then just not be around people after that. Like when I get back. Yeah. So I've been doing that all year. Just like, Oh, what, what can I do without endangering other people, but also like making sure that I'm not losing my motherfucking mind being myself in my bedroom. I feel like I was starting to get really like, have like kind of a routine in the fall, right? Like I went into work I was like able to be like, okay, well, I have to go into work, so I might as well see people. But then like Omnicron kind of fucked shit up, especially because I was traveling home. And so it was like, I got home, I got this killer sinus infection that I was convinced was COVID. I took about 9 billion COVID tests, never came back positive. And I did have that scary moment though, that you hear about on TV all the time and on the internet all the time where I was so sick and nobody could see me. Nobody could treat me because all of the medical places were slammed. So I think my, my dad took me to two urgent cares and then we called around to five more and they were all like, we can't see you. So I finally was able to get medication by doing like an online over the phone appointment. Um, and then they just send it to a pharmacy, but I felt like my head was a block of cement and there was no way for me to get help. Like I went, walked up to this urgent care and this guy, by the way, doesn't work there. He goes, Hey, they just came out and told me to tell everyone to leave. And I'm like, one, that's shitty. That's not your job. (laughs) And two, like, I guess I'm not going to stick around for that. You know? So we left. Uh, yeah, that's what people, that's what all the doctors and everything on TikTok, they were making videos and it's like, you guys, if you're, it's not about like, oh, you know, you didn't get the vaccine and now you want to be treated in the hospital. It's like, yeah, you're going to go to the hospital, but you're going to take a space where mm. like people that are having a stroke or yeah. like uh, appendicitis or these things are like easily, I don't know if a stroke is easily treatable. I can't really speak on that, but like it appendicitis, on the severity, yeah. you can get your appendix out, like all these other things. Mm-hmm. And like, now we can't treat those people. We can't treat anybody who, die. yeah. Like, yeah. that's so stupid. But- so I've been stressed, honestly. Like, when I was home, I was stressed. My grandma's 97. And so, like, she had Blessed. this. 
Yeah. She had this really bad situation where she like lost power and wasn't able to call anybody. And she was really scared and she lost her internet. She also canceled her cell phone and didn't tell anyone. So that was fun. Um, (laughs) But we finally like got like my mom and I finally went over there and she lives like 50 minutes away from my parents. So we went over there and got her and she's like, I just want to come with you guys. Like I didn't, I want, I'm scared. Like, I don't want to stay here. And my mom was sick. I was sick. And my mom's like, I don't really want you to come because we're all fucking sick. And my grandma's like, I don't care. <laughs> I just She's like, I would rather go down with a ship full of people than a yeah. s- fucking raft alone in She's... the ocean. <laughs> She's very fond of the saying, uh, you know, you got to go somehow. Very fond of that saying. So Mine, my parents saying was, you can't take it with you. And that <laughs> is on credit card debt. Uh, so <laughs> I had a really low money moment the other day, since it is two broke days, where I applied for an egg freezing loan and was denied. It was just like the saddest, like, I was like, oh my God, it was like the service to help people who don't have enough money to do it, but want to do it. And yeah. I applied and I was denied because I'm holding too much debt on my credit card. <laughs> so, well, first of all, they should just do it for free. Um, second of all, should we change our podcast name to two rich gays? Good. Like, are we for, are we self-fulfilling prophecy? Yeah. Maybe we should do like two rich, like, I don't know, like gender queer, uh, just, just well, gay. You, yeah. You really are, are taking the fucking punch out of the whole thing there. <laughs> With this long-winded name, two That's... people in Los Angeles yeah, who are it's wealthy. A, it's a, not a logline. It's I'm name. healthy. I am wealthy. I am rich. I am, I a am bitch. that bitch. Um... I said a bitch. <laughs> you said that bitch. <laughs> I mean, I am a bitch. Yeah, maybe we should change the podcast name. It so might can... be necessary. Two rich gays. Two rich gender benders. <laughs> Oh, I, well, I, I don't know. Uh, do we do an episode after I had the show at the Hollywood Improv? We did not. And it was a great show. And um, I co-produced a show and we raised about $6,000 for a local trans organization. What's the organization called again? It Unique was called Women's Unique Coalition. Unique Women's Coalition. God, mm-hmm. that was such a good show. Oh my God. Who's the comedian who went before you? Frankie French. Frankie French. Crushed. I was crying. Frankie will be back for five shows, uh, I think, in February. So we'll have to go and see. Oh, yeah. I want to go because I literally felt like I was seeing Adele sing a concert. I was dead. I was crying. I... I couldn't believe what I was witnessing. I know it was so insane. And And you did such a great job going. (laughs) You did such a great job going after her because it was like stand up applause, kind of like an environment. And I thought you transitioned really nicely to your set. Yeah. The I thank you. Um, (laughs) I've never had to go after a standing ovation. (laughs) And one of the comics in the back of the room who didn't look at the lineup literally leans in and says to the rest of us, who the fuck has to go after that? Oh no. And I turn, I was like, I do. <laughs> I do. And I was like, I think I'm just going to leave. <laughs> but I you can't because I job. produced it. It was yeah. such a fun show. I like loved that show. I, I 
loved yeah. that show. I loved being in that room. It was just such a great room. It was. It was really great. Um, okay, let's move on to Benji. Brittany, bitch. Benji, what you been binging? Or I can do a little binge if you want. Do your binge. Do my binge. I watched pretty much every Hallmark Christmas movie known to man. So- I am... I'm obsessed with Jeopardy now. I actually watch it almost every night um, because there is a one of the top five streak holders of all time. Just Amy. when I was like, Jenna really couldn't seem any older. Um, <laughs> then she's like, I'm fucking obsessed with Jeopardy. Okay, hold on though. Amy Schneider is the first trans player to have uh, over a million dollars. She's been playing for 33 days and I'm obsessed with her. And she's super funny. And one of my favorite tweets is um, for Christmas. She said, I just want to thank everybody who's reached out to let me know that, in fact, I am actually a man. Um, Really, (laughs) really helpful of you. And it's also something I've never considered before. (laughs) Thank you. She's funny. And she's really. So it's like it's community. It is community. And and I've also read a lot of stuff. I've read a lot of stuff about how people writing into her on Twitter and stuff and being like, you know, just how much seeing her every night on TV has like changed like these old ass parents, grandparents, like their minds about trans people. Yeah. That's a, like, that's a actually a really great thing. Mm -hmm. And so I've been binging the fuck out of Jeopardy. And then, um, I watched so much 90 day fiance when I was at home, I was like, do I need to get on the internet and fi- I knew you were here of course of course of course I'm like uh, yeah of I course need to get it goes engaged? right it right it goes right from I've been watching this show to, like not even of one breath uh do I need to like <laughs> who the fuck said that I, I watched, watched the witcher do I need to become a mutant and start killing monsters okay no. but what is cosplay <laughs> I did dress as the witcher that's right but you've already done 90 day fiance a few times so like <laughs> <laughs> you're right you're not wrong you're not wrong um so watch a lot Who are you of gonna call? <laughs> <laughs> um so yes i watched a lot of that now i've been watching um abbott elementary is so funny it's a new network show um you lost me right there network. no it's really good it's like reviving um Hold on, I gotta look up some shit. Okay, uh, so Quinta Brunson, Quinta Brunson, who was a part of Black Lady Sketch Show, um, is like show running, creating it, and it's about an underfunded school in, in I think Philadelphia, and it's so funny, and I love it, and I'm obsessed with it. Okay, maybe I'll look into it. People I... are saying it's revolutionizing network television. Okay, well. Maybe I'll give it's it a It's very watch. similar to The Office, Parks and Rec, except there's a lot more, like, representation and, like, I don't know. I just think the jokes are, like, well, the jokes are obviously way more modern. Um, oh, I did love Parks and Recreation. It's it's a it's a mockumentary like that, so you get a little bit of that. Oh, cute. I do like shows like that a lot. Yeah. They brought it back in a way that is old, but feels familiar and yet new, so I'm excited about that. And I guess oh. that's it. I mean, I've been binging a lot because I haven't done anything... Since I flew, I was just like, I didn't want to be seen, like, hang out with friends inside yet. So, same, 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 same. I got PCR'd because <laughs> I have to do this photo shoot. It's a whole thing with a. I'm like, not same. I went to fucking Disneyland yesterday. Um... <laughs> <laughs> so, that's me. Sorry. I went on for a lot, but I've been watching a lot of TV. 
that's okay. I like uh, listening to your binges sometimes. Um, <laughs> it's it was almost a compliment, but he has to save those, you guys. He I, has to save those. I do. I think I gave you two last year, so you don't get one this year. Um, whatever. I thought it was two a year, but okay. If I didn't get a raise, I understand. You know what? It is a I'm pandemic. not the American government, so I will up it. You will get two <laughs> Thank you. Year, I two appreciate and a half. That was the half. Uh, I... I binged The Witcher so fast, but I like not as fast as I thought. Oh, I watched The Hobbit all three last week, and I watched The Lord of the Rings all Dude, three this week. I have tried to stay awake. I cannot stay awake during those movies. I've seen them seventy-two times. Do you stay awake? Yeah, I started one the other day at midnight and I finished it. I don't know if it's the landscape or the score, but you put. You put Lord of the Rings anything on and I'm out in 15 minutes. Wow. I'm can't, the opposite. Can't get into it. I don't know. I am like in it. And I have a sound bar now. Should probably return it or sell it. But um, <laughs> <laughs> it, it really is. Cha- but I feel like it's so annoying. I need to figure it out because, you know, it's like they're talking and it's like, oh, yeah. that way. And then you turn it all the way up and then it's like. <gasps> And you're like, wait, what the fuck is wrong with this? These, yeah, no, you gotta levels. get that calibrated. It's so bad, and I'm like shaking. The balls are like shaking, especially <laughs> Lord of the Rings. Like, throw it in the fire, and there's like fucking crazy. Um, and then I binged the Titans uh, on HBO. I have not watched any of the, and just like that, uh, fucking. Oh, honey. I heard it's bad. Oh, okay. So here's the thing. I've been doing a lot of thinking about and just like that. And, and I want you to know I've only this is watched. This Sex in the City reboot for those that are unaware. Great, great. And I want you to know something. I've only watched two episodes. It's really hard to get through because I don't think we're supposed to see any of this. Like I said to my friend, I was like, look, do you know that, do you know, like the spoiler from the pilot? unfortunately and yeah okay, I, feel I own like if peloton you... shares okay yeah so okay so i said if they just wanted to kill big this could have been a tweet you know what i mean like it could have been a tweet i but a part of me is also like it's a really tough challenge to take beloved characters from years ago they're old and then the the audience didn't exactly age with them like because there were younger people watching the show so now to have them so old so out of touch so i mean they were at the time as well say old one more time (laughs) old they i think they're not that old i think well you don't want to know something they are the same age as the golden girls oh yeah let that one sink in thanks tiktok I watched a TikTok that was basically, it basically convinced me that age is just your hair. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, imagine Sarah Jessica Parker with like B. Arthur hair. <laughs> exactly. But also I think what people are really figuring out, I, I don't even know if it's like the whatever, is that Samantha Jones carried so much of that show you cannot remove her from the equation it's just not working they, because charlotte miranda sarah have uh, sarah why do i go for her, her real name <laughs> carrie yeah have like very similar still kind of like more uptight like mm-hmm. a earthy personalities 
and Samantha was like the air sign, Gemini, mm-hmm. like she really pulled from all three of them. Sometimes it would be a three on one. Mm-hmm. So now you just have three. Eh. And it's like, it's not, the, I don't know what it is. If it's like bulldozing my suspension of disbelief. It'd be like, I'm going to, I'm going to make a TikTok with this um, after this. It is like having the golden girls without Blanche. Yeah. Like exactly. It doesn't work. Although, oh, R.I.P. Betty White. We haven't even talked about that. We'll dedicate this episode. Yeah, to Betty. we dedicate this episode to Betty White. Um, I cried for um, all of New Year's, and then I got a cold sore because I was so stressed out on New Year's <laughs> Eve in Vegas when I found out. I woke up, checked my phone, saw it immediately, and was like crying. And the guys I was with were like, "Oh my god, are you okay? Like, what's happening?" And I was like, "Betty is." I can't. I just felt like that was kind of like the one thing we had left. <laughs> but also, like, I think she was probably like, yeah, fuck this shit. Uh, maybe I should just, like, you know, leave in 2021 and not ruin everyone's 2022 right I off mean, the bat. But, I mean, like, it, it was a good life. She had a great life and she gave us a lot and she will be missed greatly. She will. And yes, uh, just like that, I'm, I'm, I got to go through it slowly. It's tough. And just like that, it sucks. Uh, just like that, it was canceled. <laughs> but it's, I feel for the writers because that's an insane challenge. No Samantha. Kim Cattrall's not going to do the show. And then you have our beloveds aging. We don't want to confront. Kim Cattrall is on the Queerest Folk reboot. Oh, really? Yeah. That's I, have awesome. a f- I have a friend that um, he's one of the main, like, main characters uh, on Queerest Folk. But he was also like back and worried about COVID because he's like, they st- basically said, like, if we get COVID, we can't shoot. They're just going to write us out of those episodes. That's like, horrible. <laughs> yeah. Um, because they are on a, a fucking sketch. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, yeah, I'm excited to see her in that. But it's why just I just it's why ch- it's a challenge from a writing perspective. It's a challenge that no one had to take. Yeah, it's the like, budget could have gone somewhere. Fucking, it's kind of like I feel like they should have done like you. You know how the friends all got together for like two hours and sat on a couch and they showed clips from the old show and it was kind of like okay, who needs this? But at least it's only two hours. Maybe they could have done something like that. <laughs> Harry Potter just did that. <laughs> yeah, actually, I've been in a. I've been putting on the old Harry Potter movies. I don't know. I think I just need something dark and magicy that I can like fall asleep, wake up, fall Do asleep, the Witcher. Wake up. <laughs> But that you've said is good. So I have to pay attention. Not that the movies aren't good. Uh, <laughs> oh, the gauntlet. You just said Harry Potter is not good. The movies. Okay, aren't... hold on. I'm going to get in my car and drive to your fucking house. <laughs> the movies aren't. And my brother agrees with me wherever he is in the world. Um, they're just not as good as the books. I mean, I agree with you there, too. I you realize and do you know how big of an asshole you have to be by the way to write harry potter and not get invited to the uh, reunion shout out big to jake shout out to jk rowling on that shout out to jk a douchebag uh, <laughs> totally what a turfy dick what a turfy turd <laughs> <laughs> that's the podcast that's episode name <laughs> yeah turfy turd um yeah, the books were better. And you also, someone's like, oh, the saddest part is when Snape, the, you know, the tear and like I cry because I cry during uh, Harry Potter and Lord of the Rings. And I was like, yeah. And then that moment is when you realize that Harry Potter is actually a fucking douche. 
like he, in the movies he sucks yeah. he like yeah. literally is everything's done for him and he's a whiny little asshole and he's so pompous anyway wow i could talk about harry potter all day we should move on we should move on um but it's yeah i'm getting kind of back into it i don't know what to say about that um harry potter. i don't know what it is um okay so where are we going now oh we promised our fans we promised our listeners people have actually written into me about this that we were going to do new year's resolutions okay and then i got sick and we didn't record for a month my bad on that everybody if um i take zero blame well so, no because you were kind of ready to go and i was like <laughs> yeah i was like chamber smeagle. of secrets whispering oh. through the wall oh i went smeagol <laughs> <laughs> oh my precious i can't do that one uh, <laughs> so i actually have i manifested yesterday uh and two days ago but I'm not doing New Year's resolutions because, and I know I'm the one that said it, but I saw a TikTok. Fuck TikTok really changed. Fuck TikTok. It changed my whole personality on on every hour to hour. Yeah. I like cleaning now. No, I don't. No, you don't. Um, (laughs) So it actually makes a lot of sense that New Year's should not be January 1st. Like this shouldn't be New Year's. Like they made this calendar up, right? Like yeah. the New Year's resolutions. It's It was based on like the church. It's like, oh, Jesus is dead. And then whatever, Christmas or his birth. And then we were you, did you write the Bible? Actually, that was pretty yeah. close. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Wait, he died in like April, but who the fuck actually knows? Uh, it makes more like why do we do New Year's and resolutions in the middle of winter, in the middle of Capricorn season? It's like makes no sense. So this person was like talking about how you know like pagan and like old calendars. It was always spring equinox was the new year. Like it's things are growing, reborn, changing, and, and Aries Renaissance. Is... Sorry. <laughs> You have one more in you or? No, that was it. Okay. Uh, yeah. And Aries is the baby of the Zodiac, like the first sign, like the youngest one. So it should start at the beginning of Aries. So I, I think I'm going to take this next couple months just to like really just like live and, and um, what's your favorite word? Mill. I'm going to just. You're going to mill, mill about? I'm going to mill about. I'm going to take on all the ideas and the things and get ready for spring. Okay. Get ready for spring. I like that. And then I'm going to have like, these are things I want to accomplish, you know, before summer. And then like, this is what I want to do in summer and like fall, but like, it's fucking weird right now. It's cold and I have to go back to trash job. Like, Mm -hmm. I think I just want to, exist yeah just accept this for now and then move on later yeah i did manifest like having a full-time stand-up touring comedy career like that's what you know i've always yeah you've wanted that and i'm i'm gonna have it Mm -hmm. (laughs) so there's other things i need to get done i want to do a little i'm going to do a tiktok talk show where i interview the characters that i um cosplay but like i'll be like a talk show host and i'll just keep interviewing them i love that um because i vote that's my goal in life is to have a late night talk show i'm like oh interview. i can just 
I'm like, I, I have a pretty decent sized audience. Yeah. I could just get it started, put on a show for them for now yeah. and make people laugh. That's my goal. Yeah. Of course, making money is like a great benefit, but I could still do it. Anyway, do you have some? That's cool. I like that. I have so many that I'm like disorganized. Like when I was home, I don't know if I was like in some sort of fever dream, but I was like thinking about all these things to do to my room. No, you were just in a fever. (laughs) I didn't have a fever. I just couldn't breathe or talk or eat. Um, Don't worry. I still ate. Never miss a meal. Um, (laughs) I, I was thinking of all these things to do to my room and I got back and I was like, bitch, what? There's no room. What are you talking about? I was like going to put a stripper pole right there. I was thinking. Oh my God. I really have been thinking about getting into pole fitness because I'm not comfortable going back to gyms or anything. And the one time I got asked to leave a pole class because she was like, you're just clutching it so hard. There's nothing I can do with you. And I was like, cool. But you know what? Rejection. I had a guy tell me that once. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I want to do some DIY I want to do some, I just want to do too many things. I think I need to focus, but I agree with you that something about this time of year is not working. Um, yeah. I have so- a lot I need to do in my apartment and I'm looking for a sideboard right now to free up counter space. Cause I now have a red coffee maker, never anticipated getting a red coffee maker, but Santa. Um, <laughs> and I could return it for black, which is like what I would normally do. But a part of me is like, I would never get a red Nespresso like me. And it's really nice. And it looks yeah. like, to me, it's like a fucking Ferrari, or like that red. Is that the one? Yeah. yeah. Um, you could do Corvette. You could do Ferrari. But my countertops are yellow. So it's going to look like I work at, live in a fucking McDonald's. You if know. I put it in. Oh, they're tile, huh? Because I was so, like, you could cover them with contact paper, but never mind. Um, Go ahead. So I think I'm just going to get like one of those like sideboard things and put it like, and then like make a little coffee station outside Love that i love that i just can't find the right one and everything costs money i know why (laughs) does everything cost money i guess my big one is like i want to um be in charge of my own audience like and so that's why i am flirting again with the idea of tiktoks it's just i don't really know who i am so i gotta figure that out but i wait for everyone to give me things. Like I've been thinking about starting a newsletter too, like a sub stack. Cause I see some writers that I really like and respect do. I, I follow two that I love Hunter Harris's sub stack. And then also one called paging Dr. Lesbian. Um, it's really funny. And it's like just queer culture and stuff and girly stuff. What the and fuck is a sub stack? It's like a, it's kind of like a MailChimp, like a newsletter. It's like you can make a newsletter and send it out. But basically all of this to say. In your email? Uh-huh. Oh yeah, that's why I need another fucking email. Okay. Can you just let me for a sec? Yeah, sorry. Sorry. Colin. So I'm waiting. Like I wanted to write for Reductress. They rejected me. I want to write for The Onion. They rejected me. I want to write for all these fellowships. They reject me. So I think I'm just waiting too much instead of just making stuff. Yeah. Kind of ties back to a video you showed us. In I was just thinking the Coolidge video. The Jennifer when, like, Coolidge one when she's like, waiting. stop waiting for people just, to give you permission to create stuff. Just fucking do it. But I'm a little intimidated because I don't really know. I just have everyone yelling niche at me on TikTok. And I'm like, I, and I, I TikTok was really easy for me to start just putting myself there because my Instagram story, I've been so active on that as soon as it came out. Like as soon as yeah. Insta story started. 
I'm like, I, oh, people are like, what's Kevin doing? Let's just go to his Insta story. There's 37 slides. You know, something that's kind of sad about me is I feel like I actually was like that. But then when I started like dating people and they didn't like it or they didn't think I was funny, it's like I just kind of stopped. And I think that's really stupid. But I have some sort of hang up about like. It's not stupid. It's it makes sense, though. Like I didn't do stand up because of an ex, you know, like. Yeah. There's a lot of things. They're like, why are you doing that? And I just felt like if the person that I trust the most thinks this is stupid, then what will, you know, other people think, but I don't know, I'm getting kind of old. So I don't know if I have enough time to worry about what the other ones people we trust think. the most are also the ones that usually commit the murder. You know what I mean? <laughs> so like, let's not go off what they say. I'm like, I really wish that I could, day. I think blocking some of my exes would really help me feel more comfortable, like up doing my story and stuff. I just don't want certain people to have access to me, but I have too much pride to block them. If that makes sense. You know how many people I've muted? Like I've blocked. I have a ton story. of muted. I have a ton of restricted, but it's like, I think, I think I need to graduate to the full block mm, I because don't, I, I think it would make me feel happier and more free. I've unfollowed most and I have a lot of like people, like my story is hidden from mm-hmm. so, and that's enough. Yeah. That is pretty good. I didn't, I didn't know about that. Yeah. But yeah. I want to start like. I remember just like making videos of me going to pick up bagels and like calling myself the bagel queen. Cause I was always that fucking Brooklyn bagel. And just like when I lived in the Hayworth apartment and I was like single living my life, like I just would be like, Oh, I'm picking up the kids at school and make like a little funny video. And I don't know where that went, but it died. And I really want to bring it back. Just do it. Start do do it tomorrow. I'll be looking for your Insta story tomorrow. Yeah, be looking for my Insta story, everybody. Although I'll be in Vegas, so I probably like you probably won't watch it. I'll be, I'll be like, did you see it? I finally did it, and you'll be like, "Uh." I'm like, actually, no. My right eye stopped working uh, 30 (laughs) minutes ago, and my left eye is uh, on the ceiling. All right, we should probably wrap it up. This is this has been a longer one because welcome back. Yes, we had an accidental month off, but such is life in a pandemic. (laughs) Although there's nothing Demi about this. Like, right? No. Demi's little. Demi is half. Yeah. This is this is a venti. No, <laughs> I hate myself. Okay. Thank you, everyone, uh, for tuning back in. Welcome back. And happy new year. And you've been you've listening, been listening to, to Two Broke, broke Gays.